What it is, what it do, this is your girl Chris of Chris's Uwe's Podcast. How y'all doing this morning? This is your girl Chris. And I wanted to tell y'all, I will be doing a weekly series on the podcast uh, every month of I picking a favorite wrestler or a favorite football player or favorite sports star or favorite interesting thing that I want to talk about. And I'm going to talk about it. But the episodes will still be regular and everything. And make sure you follow this podcast on Chris Uwe's podcast on Spotify, Anchor FM, Breaker Audio, iHeartRadio, and etc. On all platforms except for Cyrus XM. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to know how y'all doing this morning. I'm doing good. I'm doing very, very good. Um, um, I know lately there's going to be some changes going on on the podcast, so make sure you tune into the today's first episode. Today's episode. 13 and this is my uh wrestler that i pick of the month is sean michaels yes the man is great this is the greatest man he's not better than stoke Cold or anybody but you know um how can i put this in my eyes he's the greatest wrestler he is the greatest man of all time he did this he did wrestling to make sure to all the people that care and everything, and show his talent off, and you know, he had some ups and downs, he had some downs, he was a bad guy, he was a good guy, he was a bad guy, he came back, he had back surgery, he had a whole bunch of stuff, but let's get to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Sean, Michael Sean Hickabottom, born July 22nd, 1965, known better as his ring name, Sean Michaels, is American, wrestler, the former D-Generation X, that was in the NWO, that was in the Click, and et cetera, et cetera. And let's get this, let's get this down. In the WWF and WWE, Michaels headline pay-per-view events between 1989 and 2018 closes the company's flagship and annual, annual event, WrestleMania, five times. He was the co-founder of original leader of success stable, D-Generation X. Which that was a great group, trust me. Y'all got y'all gotta watch wrestling. Y'all into wrestling, y'all know what I'm talking about. Michaels also wrestled in the American Wrestling Association, AWA, and he founded the Midnight Rockers with Marty Jannetty. Yes, he he did he did good, but he didn't have to kick Marty Jannetty like that. That threw me off the loop when he did that. And it kind of hurt me. That's when he went on his own and he became the heartbreak kid after he won his first title match. And everything He came up the Rockers And he had, They were big They were great They were awesome They were They were They were just there And All of a sudden They broke up And he switched in Marty Jannetty Into the barbershop glass I guess it was the Roddy Piper's thing And Marty Jannetty was hurt Badly early But Shamax became the Heartbreak kid And he tore up the Rockers And broke him up And uh, Within the year Shawn Michaels challenged for the WWF Championship and won his first Intercontinental, Inter- Intercontinental Championship here to his arrival of his industry of his premier stars. Michaels is a four-time world champion, having the WWF Championship three times and the World Heavyweight Championship. He's also a two-time Royal Rumble winner and the first man to win a match. A number one entrant, a Grand Slam champion, a WWE Cripple triple, triple Crown Champion, Hall of Fame, two-time Hall of Fame, and Pro Wrestling Illustrator's Match of the Year. That is 
And he was uh, the Generation X founder, him and Triple H. So, yes. That is a great, 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 great man. Let's let's get to his early life. Hickenbottom was born in Senate. He was born in Chandler, Ch- Chandler, Arizona. Sorry for the skipping and everything. I'm I'm trying to I'm choking on my words. He is the last four children. Randy Scott and Sherry are his older siblings. Raised in a military family, spent part of briefing years in Reading, Berkshire, England, but grew up in San Antonio, Texas. His dad. His dad was in the military. Oh wow. He will, he became a professional. He wanted. He knew he will, he become a professional wrestler at the age of twelve, and he performed wrestler routine as the high school's talent show, complete with fake blood. Hickenbottom was already an athlete, and the career began at age six. He started playing football, which he stayed out linebacker and ran off high school or ran off Air Force Base, which eventually became captain of the football team. After graduating, Hickabottom attended Southwest Texas University in San Marcos, but soon realized college was not for him, and he became a professional wrestler. You got to understand where this man comes from. He is in a military family, and he wanted to become a wrestler, so he tried out football. He tried out a whole bunch of stuff. And, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Now, professional national wrestling lies in WA. Hickabana began to train on the Mexican professional Jose Loreto, Preston Peace. And he, he, his performance debuted match impressed many veterans, including Ray Taylor. That's when Shawn Michaels was debating. Then he debuted in world-class championship wrestling, WCCW and the NWA Territory of Dallas, Texas in 1985. Michaels went to another NWA Territory in Kansas City called Central States Wrestling. There he and tag partner Marty Jannetty defeated the Batted Twins for the NWA State Tag Team Championships after losing it back to the Battens. He did Texas All-Star Wrestling. He did American Wrestling Association. And this is... When he did the World Wrestling Federation and he did AWA. Okay, let's get the WWE started. <clears throat> and suggestion of Kurt Hennig. Michaels adopted nickname Heartbreak Kid along his new name came a gimmick as a vain cocky villain. He was put together in a Mary Carrion Manager Sensational Sherry. Oh, I hate a Sherry. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who Sherry is, she is the girl that was sensational, that she had Shawn Michaels on the loop, she had Booker T when she was in WCW, she did a lot of things, she wrestled and everything. Okay, according to the storyline, had become infatuated with him, Sherry began the first version of his theme music, Sexy Boy. In that period, Michaels had wrestled scheduled mass events, his departure was announced. When Shawn Michaels has left the building, a lot of the fans has left. Elvis has left the building. And WrestleMania VII, Michaels defeated Tino Santana in his first pay-per-view singles match. Both men have simultaneously eliminated each other for the year's Royal Rumble. Which swiftly became a contender to promotion single titles to fail to win in the WWF World Heavyweight Championship from Randy Savage. His first opportunity to compete that title in that British event, UK Rampage on April 19th, Sheffield Arena broadcast at Sky Movie Plus. 
which later aired in the U.S. in the edition of Pride Time Wrestling. Michaels was unable to win the Intercontinental Championship for Bret Hart at WWF's first main event, which aired November 14th, shortly after he faced the heart of WWF World Championship in the main event of Survivor Series, but lost the match. In the secondary main event, Michaels, Michaels and Hart became the primary main event after Ultimate Warrior was unable to compete and was replaced by Mr. Perfect. Oh, Lord. Rest in peace. In a tag team match that involved Randy Savage, a team of Ric Flair, and Razor Ramon. At this time, Michaels and Sherry split, and he engaged himself with a few. In the former tag partner, Marty Jannetty, Michaels lost the Intercontinental Championship to Jetty Jannetty in the May of 17, 1993 episode of Raw, but regained it on June 6th with the help of they being the bodyguard and our friend Diesel, a.k.a. Kevin Nash. If you guys didn't know that, look it up on the WWE files. Trust me, look it up. In September 1993, Michaels was suspended for testing positive for steroids and charged he had never admitted. On WWE, his suspension was explained by having neglected to defend the title often enough. After turning down the World Championship Wrestling WCW advances, Michael later returned to the WWF several appearances in the United States Wrestling Association during the WWF. Cross promotion, he returned to the WWF television and the Survivor Series with Jerry King Lard, who was dealing with legal issues and match pitted himself against Lard Knights against the Hart Brothers, Brett, Bruce, Keith, and Owen. Ooh. In 1994, Michaels engaged into a rivalry with Razor Ramon, who had won the Intercontinental Championship titles, which had been vacated due to Michael's absence since Michael's absence has never been defeated for the ring of the title. He claimed to be rightful champion, even carried out his old title belt. His feud culminated in the latter match between the two at WrestleMania X. Michael lost the match, which featured both of Ramon's championship belts suspended above the latter ring. This match was voted by match of the year, which that is the number. I uh, will be naming the matches down the road. After this, after what I'm doing, after I'm done talking, <laughs> by the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and also received a five-star rating for Wrestling Azobra Newsletter, Dave Meltzer, in the first nine WWE matches to do so. Over the next few months, Michaels barred various injuries and launched the Heartbreak Hotel talk show segment, normally shown on Superstars. On the 28th of August, Michaels and Diesel captured the WWF Tag Team Championships from the Skid Reds, Samu and Fatu. Next day, SummerSlam, Diesel lost the Intercontinental Championship to Ramones with Michaels accidentally superkicked Diesel, which triggered a split between Diesel and Michaels. His storyline has drawn out into Survivor Series. Michael went on to win the Royal Rumble in 1995, which set up a championship grudge match. WrestleMania XI against Diesel, who have gone to win the WWE Championship from Bob Hacklin. Part of the storyline, Michaels recluded to Sid that his bodyguard built up, lost the match, and attacked his Sid following the night. After this, Michaels took time off because Vince McMahon wanted to become a favorite, a fan favorite. Can y'all believe that? This man went through a lot of stuff, and... I love his theme song. If you if you heard his theme song, go download the WWE 
uh, music on Spotify and listen to his theme song. It's kind of old, but if you hear like the regular version, you go on YouTube and you hear it. The Formation of the Click Michaels returned to the ring as a fan favorite in May 1995. He went to defeat Jeff Jarrett and win his third Intercontinental Championship in your house, the Lumberjacks. In your house, too. Which led to the title defense against Razor Ramon at SummerSlam in a ladder match, which Michaels won around this time. Michaels became the leader of backstage known group as the Click. Which critics burned served the group that has so bitch should clap or Vince McMahon become a dominant wrestler figures in the WWE for several years in the mid-1990s, causing friction between other wrestlers and the speech profession that saying Michaels only pushed only deserving wrestlers. Michaels' fan base was na- later nicknamed The Click, refers to The Real Click. In October 1995, Douglas lost the championship to Razor Ramon, another, me- another member of The Click. The event was cited, known as The Click, holding down others, which imagined Owen Hart on November episode of Raw. Hart perverted Ed Garzini struck to back on Michaels' head. When she continued the match with Michaels collapsing the ring, supposedly he had suffered a concussion. The concussion was script but kept with most fans at the time. A retirement angle was so that Michaels could take some time off after come back for an injury. Favorite time. This is my favorite time coming up. Get your popcorn ready. This is my favorite, favorite part. Degeneration X. We're going to talk about this. I can I I can I can sorta of go on I can sorta of, sorta of go on about the Generation X. Listen to this. After teasing retirement, Michaels returned to the WWF at the Royal Rumble in ninety six, which he round winning up the second year in a row to receive a WWF World Heavyweight Championship event at WrestleMania. Around this time, Jose Rualto became Michaels on screen manager at WrestleMania XII. Michaels defeated champion Bret Hart over the storyline 60 minute iron match, which led a scoreless tie. Michaels and his fellow click members involved in knows that's the curtain call Diesel and Razor were about to leave WWE to go to WCW. Michaels won a match against Diesel, Ramon, and Hunter Harris Hemsley came to the ring as Michaels and Diesel in a group hug. Diesel and Hemsley were seen as villains at the time. Contrast to Michaels and Ramon constituted a breach of K-Bait, which acted out of character, which was rare and controversial at the time. WCW gained momentum sightings of Hall and Nash, and Michaels became the held the championship most of the year. Michaels became Reign in a Survivor Series event, which he lost to Psycho Sid, his, focal, his, his, Psycho Sid, his former bodyguard. Michaels recaptured the championship of Sid in 1997 at the Royal Rumble. Get this. When D-Generation X was formed in the 90s, Hunter and, and Shawn Michaels knew each other. What I was told that Shawn Michaels Shawn Michaels turned around and fought the World Heavyweight Championship between Undertaker and Bret Hart. The match ended controversy, which Michaels hit an Undertaker with the chair, which he was aimed a heart, the splat in the face. Then Michaels was forced to 
award the championship to Bret Hart next night. Riders wore signs of heel turn as Michaels told the WWE fans that SummerSlam was an incident and he dealt with the time and the time came, which he did dealt with it. <laughs> Something happened. Trust me. If you watch all Raw episodes on the WWE Network and you see from like the 90s when Shawn Michaels started and you see what he said he's done, he, he dealt with it at the time. He dealt with it at the time. At WWF one night only, held in Birmingham, England in September, Michaels defeated the British Bulldog to capture the European Championship. The fans at the event were so appalled the match they booed Michaels out of the building to the extent where he littered ring with garbage, considered a heel turn with this win. Michaels became a Grand Slam champion at your in your house bad blood. Michaels defeated Undertaker in a Hell of a Cell match, which Michaels fell off the five minute mirror structure through the table and the match received a five star rating. In the fall, Michaels joined forces with life real life friend Hunter Harris Hemsley, known as Triple H. Y'all know Triple H. You know Triple H and China dated. Y'all know that. Y'all should know that by now. Before he kinda messed with Stephanie. Well we'll get to that down the road. I mean down the road road. When I do Triple H's uh wrestler in the month. This is Shawn Michaels. This is this month that's Shawn Michaels, so let's let's get back to it. <laughs> Real life girlfriend China, Rick Rude to form the stable G Generation X. Michael continued rivalry with Brit with Bret Hart, reformed the Hart Foundation was a pro Canada stable. Michael's taunted the group in Canada by engaging ass, blowing his nose and humping the camp Canadian flag, later claimed the flag was discretion of Hart's idea. Michael's feud with the Hart Foundation accumulated in the championship match of Survivor Series against Hart. Michael's came out of his match and the Montreal screwdriver. Oh, Lord. I remember that. When they, he, okay, this is what happened. They were fighting back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And Shawn Michaels got Bret Hart in the, in the sharpshooter and Bret Hart had his hands on a rope. So, Fitz McMahon hurry up and rang the bell and gave the belt to Shawn Michaels. And Bret Hart was pissed and he started, he went in rage and he said, F this, I'm going, and he spelled out the words WCW and he left. As the World Heavyweight Champion, Michaels held both the WWF Champion and European Champion at the same time. Michaels dropped the European Championship to Generation X onto Harris Hibley in a financial match. So basically, as speaking, Triple H got a belt for, he didn't wrestle for it, he got a belt. But as you see, they did the Montreal screw job, and that, that kind of sucked because I didn't like that at all. Okay, how much more? Okay. Got a lot more. Yay! <laughs> In the 1998 Royal Rumble, the casket match against The Undertaker, Michaels took a back body drop to the outside of the ring and hit his lower back in the casket, cost him two hernia discs and one, one crushed one completely. Michaels went on to win the match, but the injury were him to complete. In the following month, No Way Out in Texas in Your House, that's advertising. We're forced into retirement after losing the WWF Championship to Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania XIV. After being away for four months, Shawn Michaels made a surprising return as commentator. And he commentator 
on the Raw's War. Michaels continue to make non-wrestling appearances of WWF programming. November 23rd, as he replaced Sergeant Slaughter in the WWF's commission, port- portrayed a match. The rules enforcer joined Vince McMahon's group, group of wrestlers called the Corporation as villain. Throughout the late and early 1999, Michaels made the regular... Regular television appearances in Raw, which he scheduled matches and thrown around his authority, and sometimes even decided the outcome matches. January 4th, 1999, Raw's War. Michaels rejoined Gener- Generation X as a fan favorite, but disappeared for WWF television for weeks due to having back surgery. Then he returned to DX as a race, dissolving him with a couple of months. Oh, well. Uh, hold on. As Michaels made a covering, as Michaels, as Michaels made a covering, a covering, uh, occasional appearances in the WWF commissioner during the spring and summer 1989, but renamed outside for television until May 15, 2000, where he returned to Rosworth, declared himself a special guest referee for the Rocks Triple H and Match of Judgment Day. One later, Michaels briefly appeared at Rosworth to the Royal Commissioner to McFoley. After another appearance, he did not make any arena appearances to mid-2002, where he briefly on television to make a speech at WWF's New York and Armageddon in 2000. Believing that his wrestling career was over, Michaels was interested in training individuals who wanted professional wrestlers. He saw potential using his name at Open Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy, later Texas Wrestling Academy in 1999, after his lawyer suggested an idea. During his time as the teacher of the academy, he had his first match since 1998, and on April 4, 2000, he defeated Venom in a straight fight, and Michaels left the academy. Co-founder Rudy Boy, so given the co-founder Rudy Boy responsibility due to Michaels' new contract with WWE, Michaels was a sportcaster in San Antonio's local news a short period of his retirement. Ooh, oh wow. Can y'all believe that? That is crazy. How, how can y'all? How can y'all sit here and think that? That that's crazy. And I was kind of thinking that if you know he retired and came back, retired and came back, he meant to wrestle. Trust me. Now he goes back in two thousand two, June third. Michaels returned to the WWE. He has feud with Triple H. That's what Triple H was with Legacy. And trust me, it was not good. This feud was not good. And then Shawn Michaels began a rivalry with Chris Jericho. That wasn't good either. But let's talk about the let's talk about the the Triple H and Shawn Michaels saga. Okay, Shawn Michaels came back, and Triple H called him out, and they came out. And they were turned around that they suck at signs and everything. Triple H pedigrees him. That's what he, Triple H, forms evolution. Now, in my opinion, that was kind of bad. It was terrible. It kind of hurt. Lord Jesus. But anyways, it kind of hurt. Kind of did a lot of stuff, you know, and everything. And then they had matches. They had matches at the Sledgehammer match. They had... The Elimination Chamber match where Shawn Michaels became champion. They had the three stages of hell match. They had the SummerSlam match. I don't know if it was the street fight match. Then he became, then Michaels became rivalry with Chris Jericho. 
Jericho thought he was the next Shawn Michaels, which he needs to sit down somewhere with that. Jericho won the Battle Royal to select his entry number for the Royal Rumble, choosing number two to start in the match with Michaels, who already been named number one. Royal Rumble helped the Christian eliminate Michaels. Michaels defeated Jericho at WrestleMania XIX. Despite his low blow hugging with Chris Jericho, the final episode of Raw, Michaels defeated Triple H with Sweet Chin Music for the World Heavyweight title in his hometown, San Antonio, Texas, where Eric Bischoff is guest referee and Earl Hebner refereed the match but was knocked out by Triple H in the middle of the match. However, Bischoff researched the decision due to both best shoulders being on the mat, anchored by this Michaels attack with Flair and Bischoff, which he conceivably fired by Bischoff but rehired by Steve Austin, which that was true. Which the uncoed fart, um, um, I'm sorry, my mind's twisted right now, y'all gotta give me some credit. Ongoing feud with Triple H. He completed alongside Chris Benoit in the match of WrestleMania XX for the World Heavyweight Championship. And I don't think Shawn Michaels won that match. I think I think he lost. Benoit won the championship, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Benoit won the championship. And Shawn Michaels was kind of shocked, but he, yeah. Due to the Montreal screw screw job incident, the crowd boot Michaels with you screw Brett during his match at Backlash and the blood in June. Michaels lost to Triple H in a Hell Cell match. Four four months later, he lost the heavyweight championship match against Triple H after Edge interfered Taboo Tuesday. If Edge voted him to get to get <laughs> vote for him ahead of Edge and Chris Benoit to face Triple H one more time, following his. Michaels was out of months out out of action for a few months due to legit tormucus. Oh wow. That's crazy. Do y'all wanna hear about the Degeneration X reunion? Okay, who cares? I'm gonna talk about it anyway. As when Shawn Michaels came back, Triple H he eliminated Kurt Angle, seeking revenge. Angle re-entered the ring and eliminated Michaels and thus the place in the ankle lock. Submission hold Outside the ring, Michaels issued a challenge to Angle at WrestleMania 21, which Angle accepted, and he later appeared to attack Michaels following the Rico Marty Janetti and Michaels had a one-time reunion, Rockers, and defeated La Resistance. Three days later, SmackDown Angle, the Angle defeated Janetti and made Janetti submit to the ankle lock, which two months later, WrestleMania 21 rematch, Michaels defeated Angle at Ventures pay-per-view event. Yes, can we all do that? You guys ready? December 26, 2005, episode of Raw. Vince McMahon lawed Michaels for the part of the Montreal Screwjob. Michaels was only being loyal to the company he had moved on, and McMahon should move on as well. McMahon began selling usual spit stipulations for Michael's matches, interfering on behalf of Michael's opponents. This is when the Spirit Squad came in, and this is when everything and and all this other stuff. And Michael's former partner, Janetti, came down to help the help came down to help the Masked Lot Challenge. Which Michaels tried to help Janelli, but which Janetti, which had totally untimely resulted in Shane attacking Michaels and forcing the kisses fathers behind. 
And Saturday night's main event, Sean Chamber defeated Michaels in a street fight without disqualification to where scoring conditions can occur anytime after he applied the sharpshooter on Michaels, which led to McMahon orderly to ring the bell rung, even though he did not submit. Which it was an allusion to the Montreal Screwjob. Despite the interference, the Spirits God and Shane defeated McMahon in WrestleMania 3 22 in No Holes Barred match when, Mike, when Michaels was on top of the ladder. And this is true. Shawn Michaels was on top of the ladder. And he told Vince McMahon to suck it and he jumped off. Yes, I watched that. Make sure you watch that on the WWE Network. And it was WrestleMania 22. Despite the interference with the Spirit Squad and Shane in the whole Bars match, there was no disqualifications. Vince Shane defeated Michaels in the God in the tag team match. That was the stupidest match ever. If you guys don't do that, don't intimidate the man upstairs. I don't like that crap at all. With the help of Spirit Squad in the no disqualification match, Shawn Michaels was scripted to injure at Michaels' knee, but the ankle was so written that Mike, Michaels could have surgery on his knee, which injured for some time. It was ruptured. It was ruptured for a couple of years ago. As 2006 goes on, as Michaels and Triple H and DX suggest a reunion, a reunion of DX. Uh, when Michaels and Triple H performed the crotch chop during their matches, and uh, Raw continued to deliver chops as Michaels feuded with Vince McMahon and Triple H, Vince McMahon, with Vince McMahon and Triple H with the challenge y'all seen for the WWE Championship, repeatedly butting heads. My Vince McMahon process June 12th episode of Raw DX officially reunited. Because the Spirit Squad has interfered with the match. And Shawn Michaels came out and saved Triple H. And in Saturday's main event, 502, guess what? DX beat the Spirit Squad. <laughs> and they beat the McMahons at SummerSlam. And when the Big Show got in the match at Unforgiven, DX defeated the McMahons. And the Big Show, when they shoved... Fits me, man. Uh, big shows behind. Yes, that's no. I can't say that. Cyber Sunday. This is where it gets interesting. This is where it gets very, very interesting. This is what it gets very, very interesting. Uh, this is kind of long. I gotta make it short. So hold on. When rated RKO, when rated RKO turned around, and. Beat DX up because Randy Orton turned around and didn't like DX or the way they were doing. And I guess Vince McMahon hired them and did their thing. Okay. Randy Orton included that he beat Michaels but putting him in the head. That sucks. Now, Rated RKO and, Sean and DX had their feud. And I guess, as I recalled it... The feud was kind of awesome and okay at the moment because the feud had to turn around. The feud had to turn around and, you know, they were fighting each other left and right all week. They fought at pay-per-view and rated RKO always stood on top. Now, as speaking of what I was saying, um, how can I put this? Rated RKO beat DX several times. They punted Shawn Michaels in the head. They hit. They got Triple H's head and smashed it into the chairs. They did. 
everything. They interfered with the match. They they did everything. But guys, I'm gonna talk to you about something, and this is what got me. It got this. It says Michaels was banned of using his sweet chin music his sweet chin music request by Orton when Orton was champion. After we Michaels lost the match and performed the RKO match, which ended their feud. As the part of storyline, Ric Flair in the career-threatened match, which that was sad, and Shawn Michaels ended Ric Flair's career. I'm going to stick it to that. And everything else. And Michaels took a hat to WWE. As a Hall of Famer, Shawn Michaels has been around. He has been there. He's He's been everywhere. He's been doing things. He's been... He's been, you know, it's been unusual for Shawn Michaels to not be around. He influenced a lot of wrestlers. He influenced Matt Riddle. <laughs> no shocking. But, like I said, everything that Shawn Michaels did, he two-time Hall of Famer and everything else is the possibility. There goes the door. As I'm doing this podcast. Very funny. Ha, ha, ha. Of course. And everything else. Alberto he beat Alberto Dorigo. Alberto Dorio. Nick Foley. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Alberto Dorio. King Barrett. And everything. And you know Shawn Michaels came to perfect. Now he's with NXT. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for. Tell me how I did on this podcast. And everything else. And let me know. And tell me how I did. And. Follow me on all podcasts that all podcast platforms, and make sure you follow Chris Uwe's podcast on on everything else. Make sure you follow the podcast on all platforms and everything. New episodes drop every Saturday. Uh, make sure you follow my Twitch and Facebook live on Fridays. Make sure you watch my YouTube live on Thursdays. Follow follow my social media. Follow Chris Uweeproductions.godaddysites.com. And one more thing. Like, share, and comment. Like, share, and comment. Like what she said. Like, share, and comment. All right. Holla at your girl. All right. Peace.